Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey, everybody. Welcome. As we join together through these devotionals, it's been amazing. Um, This week, we've been looking at the book of Genesis, following along in our one-year Bible. And I am pumped because today we're going to talk about Cain and Abel. And so we've been talking about creation, but we're going to get into Cain and Abel and look at a glimpse. We're going to see a glimpse of how God loves us and how he wants to restore us. And I love that. Um, So today, if you're listening, I hope this passage encourages you. Um, We're going to read Genesis 4, verses 6 through 7. It says, Why are you so angry? The Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Everybody say, watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you but you must subdue it and be its master. You know, at the beginning of this chapter, we find that Eve had two sons, Cain and Abel. Cain was a farmer and Abel was in charge of livestock. So two different things that they're caring for. Um, We also see here from this short passage that they have a relationship with God. God is talking specifically to them, which is encouraging because this shows us that God has a relationship outside of the Garden of Eden with his people. So it's comforting. You know, um, before this, these verses six through seven, we find that Cain and Abel bring an offering to the Lord. Cain chooses to bring a grain offering. Um, Abel, we learn, brings the best of some of his animals. Um, And so here they are bringing these offerings. Now, this wasn't an offering of forgiveness. This was more of an offering of fellowship and worship. So this was a time where they were worshiping and working on their relationship with God. You know, the Lord accepts Abel's offering, but he rejects Cain's. And, you know, we're not 100% sure why. We do know that the scriptures tell us that Abel brought his best. Doesn't say much about Cain and what he brought. So we don't really know, but we can assume that it was probably a matter of the heart. It was probably a matter of priorities and sacrifice to what he gave to God. You know, there's, there was nothing inferior about grain over the animal, but we do find out that Abel gave his best. He gave his all. And he gave that to God. But what I love about this passage is it's essential for us to see what God, how God responds. Notice this, he wasn't rejecting the offering. I mean, sorry, he was rejecting the offering, not rejecting Cain himself. You know, often we think when when there's this moment where God is rejecting, that he was rejecting Cain, but he wasn't. He was saying, hey, this offering isn't your best. You know, God reaches out to Cain. Here, we see it. He reaches out to comfort him and to ask him. He doesn't just leave Cain where he is to figure it out. He reaches out to him. We see that we don't have to be mastered by sin. We don't have to be covered, and, 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 but we can overcome it. You know, he takes Cain through three, three things. In this short passage, we see three things. We see identification. God asks questions to help Cain identify what he is feeling and why he is angry. He asks him to identify those feelings. 
The second thing is he offers correction. So identification, then he offers correction. God gives Cain a path to being restored. He tells him what to do. Do what is right and you will be accepted. He allows Cain this, this room for change. And the third thing that he offers and he brings Cain through is he gives him a warning. So identification, correction, and a warning. God warns Cain what will happen if he refuses to deal with his anger. You know, this time sin isn't coming from an outside source like in Genesis 3 that we read about. But now the sin is coming from within. This is the first time we read about that in Scripture. You know, I want to share real quick what I feel like we can take out of this passage and how we can apply that to our lives today. The first thing is restoration. God wants to restore us. God loves us. And when, if you're like me and you find yourself falling short in something, you're in the middle of sin, know that God wants to restore you. God wants to be there to help you get back up, to help you keep going, because none of us are perfect. The Bible says that we all fall short. We're gonna make mistakes. And so seeing God as a restorer, instead of someone who rejects us, is, is so important. We got to know that he is there to restore us. We have to remind ourselves he's not rejecting us, but he's rejecting the sin. You know, often we think it's important for us to clean up ourselves and then we can go approach God in prayer or then we can attend church again or then we can start serving. But you see, what God does is he wants us to be a part of the restoration process and we need him to be a part of that process. He cleans us up. He picks us back up and he wants to restore us. And the second thing is I want to remind you today that God wants to help you. If there's anything you're struggling with and you need God's help with, ask him, be bold today to ask him for correction and ask him for direction. He will do that for us. Let's pray together. God, we love you. We thank you for your reminder in this short passage that you're a God of restoration that you don't reject us, but God, that you give us an opportunity to get back up on our feet, to try and try again. I pray that we would have the mindset um, that's different about failure, that we would not see failure as a moment to stay down, God, but a moment to learn a lesson and to get back up. And Lord, I pray that we would um, just listen to you, that we would hear your direction and your correction, that we would notice it and that we would heed to it right away that we would act in obedience and adjust. We love you. I pray for everyone watching right now. God, you know what they're going through. You know the thoughts, how they've applied this to their own lives. And God, I pray that you give them the strength to overcome what they need to overcome through the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.